Last week we launched this new series called It's Not a Vibe. And uh, Webster, if you're familiar with his dictionary, it describes vibe as a distinctive feeling or quality capable of being sensed. So maybe you've been to a place, uh, you guys know the term, like it's a vibe or I'm feeling good vibes or someone's putting off bad vibes or whatever, but you guys know like what it's like or when you say like, man, this place puts off good vibes. Or you hang out with someone or you, you meet someone and you're like, bro, they give me bad vibes totally. You know what I'm talking about? And, and these are real things. These are real emotions. And, and these are real things. But a lot of times maybe, um, maybe in, when you come here to Emerge Youth, um, maybe when you come to church, hopefully and prayerfully, like I don't know about you guys tonight, but I love what took place in worship tonight. For us to just stop for a moment and just to us use our own voices to give God praise. It's more than just reading song, reading words on a screen. It's us verbally ourselves using our own words to give God praise. And just so you guys know, any time in a worship song that, there, uh, that there's a moment where it's not, there, there aren't words to sing, maybe it's just like an instrumental moment or there's a time where it's, there, there's no words on the screen, that is your time and that is your opportunity in your own words and in your own voice to be giving God praise. It's not that time in the song to where like, oh, this is weird, there's no words going on, there's nothing being sang, there's just music playing. That's freedom for you to take that moment in your own voice, in your own words, to begin to give God praise. So that one's free. Um, but, uh, but a lot of times, maybe when you come to Emerge or when you go to church, you, you feel something. You feel an emotion. Hopefully tonight, uh, when you come to Emerge, you feel love. You feel that vibe walking in this room. You feel acceptance. Maybe during worship or different, during different times, you feel the power or the presence of God. You feel that vibe when you're here, uh, and there's a good atmosphere in the room, or, or whatever, whatever those good vibes are you may be feeling. But you've got to know tonight that it's not just a vibe, that it's, that it's God doing something in the room in that moment. Um, how many guys in this room, by a show of hands, like, and I know you're not like super old in this room, but how many of you guys have grown up in church, like since you were like a baby? Yeah, that's, that's a lot of us, and that's cool, and that's really cool. Like, I grew up in a, you can put your hand down now, I grew up in a super small church, really little bitty tiny church in Blackwell, Oklahoma, and um, Really small town, really small church. Uh, next question for our guys in the room. How many guys uh, were a part of, um, well, I started attending an Assemblies of God church when I was in, in seventh grade. And, and in Assemblies of God churches, we've got this thing for boys called Royal Rangers, right? How many guys were ever involved in Royal Rangers? Yeah, a lot of us were. Well, let me tell you about my experience with Royal Rangers. It wasn't good. We had a really small church. Our Rangers department, or our, no, 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 our Rangers guy. It was Commander Jim. Commander Jim was a large fellow, and he would just sit in the corner of a room in a chair, and 
it was terribly ran, and to be honest, it didn't last long in our church. And uh, one thing Commander Jim would do, and I don't even—I I never I remember we tried the um, the tying knots thing. No, I, I, Commander Jim couldn't even tie knots. I mean, like we never did a camp out. We never did the, the stuff. It was just terrible. But um, I, I'll never forget in the short time I was in Rangers, there was one thing that Commander Jim would do that I'll never forget. And, and, and Commander Jim, he was all about attitude. Like, he, you know, he was, he was kind of militant. He, like, he wanted you to walk in a straight line. He was kind of, it was all about attitude. And so anytime we were in the class, we could have been working on a, a merit or something like that. Pa- Commander Jim, he would just, it was just at random times. He would yell out in the class. He would yell out, attitude check. And then everyone in the class, all the guys in the class would have to respond, praise the Lord. No joke. Commander Jim, he would go, attitude check, and everybody would go, praise the Lord. Let's try this. I want to try this with you guys. Are you with me? Yeah. All right. Attitude check. Praise the Lord. I am Commander Jim. This is bad. So, uh, uh, attitude check. Praise the Lord. All right. So, um, Wow. So in our, it's not a vibe series. Um, there are a lot of people who who put off a bad vibe, and maybe maybe it's because the attitude that they have in their hearts, maybe because it's it's the attitude that they've got going on in their lives. There are a lot of people's vibes that are so attractive because of 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 who they are. Have you have you guys ever met someone? that loves Jesus so much, that is so passionately in love with Jesus that you're just like, I, I want to be like that person. And maybe you've met someone like that, or, or maybe you haven't, um, and I'm sorry if you have never met someone, and I'm sorry if I haven't lived up to that standard, but I, I, I've met people in my life that the love and the, the excitement and the joy of Jesus just pours out of their life. And they pray with power and passion. And they're, they're just, you're just like, I want to be around that person. It's, it's magnetic. And they've just got this attitude that it, it's, it's like, um, you guys ever seen the old Disney movie, It's a Bug's Life? And they're going towards the bug zapper, and they're like, don't go towards the light. They're like, I can't help it. Like, it's like that kind of person. You want to be, they're just so magnetic. You want to be around that kind of person. They put off this attitude that, that man, the goodness of God is just so great. And he's, they recognize how, what he's done in their life and how good that God has been in their life. And they're, they're constantly talking about it. They're constantly praying about it. They're constantly just spending time with the Lord, and you're just like, I, I want to be like that. See, he, Hebrews 4.12, if you brought your Bible tonight, we're going to be there. We're looking at two different verses tonight. Um, it says this. It says, for the word of God, if you didn't bring your Bible, there it is. It says, for the word of God is alive and active. This right here. It says, the word of God is alive and active. It's sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates 
even to dividing the soul and the spirit, joints and marrow. And here's what we're going to catch tonight. It judges the thoughts and the attitudes of the heart. See, a lot of times we've got attitudes going on in our heart that don't line up with this. And God says, I've got this word right here, and I've got this gift right here that I want to give you, and I've, I've given to you, and I put in your life, and it should direct your attitude. Let me ask you tonight, how is your attitude? How's your attitude? And you, maybe you don't have to yell out an answer, but this is, a, this is not a back-and-forth conversation yet. But how's your attitude? See, a lot of times we, we have an attitude of, of um, maybe, maybe we're an angry person, or, or maybe we live in fear, or maybe you're a person who you, you struggle with doubts in your life. You doubt a lot of things. Maybe you doubt your calling. Maybe you doubt um, who you are. Maybe you doubt uh, who God is. But there's, we have a lot of doubts. We have a lot of fears in our lives. But I want to tell you tonight, um, you can't afford to doubt your way through a Christian life. You, you can't afford to, to live a life of fear and be a follower of Jesus. I want to read this to you tonight, 2 Timothy 1.7. It says, for God has not given us. Let me ask you real fast, who created us? God. He said, the one who created us did not give us a spirit of fear and timidity, uh, but of power and love and self-discipline. Let me ask you tonight, when God created you, when he formed you, when he made you who you are, did he put fear in your life? No. So a lot of times we live this life of fear or this life of having doubts in our lives, and we're afraid of this, we're afraid of that, we're afraid to tell people about Jesus, we're afraid to step out in our faith, we're afraid to to pray big prayers, or we're afraid to step out into our calling, who God's called us to be. And God says, wait a minute, that fear that you have right now, what you're feeling right now, what you're going through right now, I didn't give that to you. When I created you, I didn't give that to you. I didn't put that in your heart. I didn't put that in your soul. I didn't put that in your DNA. This is something that you're picking up. And God's telling us, like, I created you for a bigger, better purpose than to live a life of doubt and fear. See, your attitude determines everything. Like, you guys know how it is. Like, um, a lot of times when we go to camp or when we go on missions trips or when we have uh, different kinds of things, a lot of times I'll tell you guys, your experience that you have here will determine the attitude that you have going into it. If you show up expecting camp to be, oh, this is going to be the worst. I'm, just, I'm not going to play any games. I'm just going to sit on the wall. Like, this is going to be terrible. You know what? If that's your attitude going into it, that's what you're going to get coming out of it. Going on missions trips. You know, a lot of times we're like, I, I want to take the trip. I want to go to the places. I want to do the things and see the sights. But I'm not really going to be engaged and I'm not going to be involved. Your experience with how God wants you to serve or what he wants to give to you or, or 
for you to receive on that trip will be what you, the attitude that you have going into it. Coming here on a Wednesday night or showing up on a Sunday at church, you know, a lot of times, and I get it, I've been a teenager at one time in my life. A lot of times we'll show up to Sunday, and it's a different style than what we do. There's different things going on down there. But let me tell you, it's the same Jesus. It's the same God. And so we have this attitude stepping into it like, it's boring. I don't want to sit here. Any, your attitude you have stepping in, into anything that you do will determine what you get out of it. You have to learn to face adversity with faith and not fear. See, faith is, is um, what we hope for and not what we see. It's what we're expecting God for and not what always we see with our, our, our eye. And a lot of times maybe stepping into church or stepping into uh, whatever it is, we, we may see things, but then there are some things that unseen that we could have, that we could know, that we could experience. And, and, and it's all about our attitude going into it. See, we got, we got to have to face these things with faith and, and not fear. See, you have to speak what you know to be true. I know there's a lot of people in this room who we, we just said a minute ago, a lot of people have grown up in church. There's a lot of people in this room have been through um, either rangers or girls ministries or some kind of quiz program or some kind of discipleship program or, or a, a lot of things along those lines. And you've learned a lot of these things in this book. You've learned that you, you've learned so much in this book and, and, let me ask you this, does God lie? Is it even closely possible for God to lie? Well, in this book right here, there's a whole bunch of promises that he has spoken over your life, that he has said about you. There's a whole bunch of things that he has promised over our lives if we're followers of Jesus. he can't lie. If he makes a promise, he's got to keep it. And so a lot of you guys who have memorized these words, who have hidden your, these words in your heart and in your life, I want to challenge you to speak what you know to be true, to speak these promises, not what you feel. Because here's, here's what we tend to do in, in our generation, in our world. Our, 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 what we feel trumps everything in our life. It's all about my feelings. It's all about the vibe that I'm feeling. It's all about this. And, and it's, about, it's, it's not about even anymore what's, what's truth. It's about what we feel. But you've got to know what's true, not what you feel. See, our feelings are fickle. They'll lead you wrong every single time. I, I got to tell you guys, um, I showed up here today. Um, I, I've had a really long week, and, and I'm really tired, and I did not feel good at all showing up here tonight. And I, I went home this afternoon, and I even laid down for a little bit, and then I got back up, and I still felt terrible, and 
There's times, even tonight, that I showed up here, I didn't feel like worshiping. I didn't feel like standing here and raising my hands and thanking God for how good he is. But if I don't do that, I'm not giving the Lord the praise that he deserves. See, we're giving this month. You saw, you saw uh, we've been talking about living water, and, and we're giving all this month towards living water. And, and if, if I'm honest with you guys, um, I'm kind of tight on cash, got car problems, um, and I got other things that I need to spend money on. And, and, and I don't feel like giving a lot of times. I don't feel like being generous. But if I don't give, and I don't, and if I'm not generous, um, well, well I, I give, I choose to give, even though sometimes where I may not have it, I choose to give and I choose to be generous because God has been so generous to me. And it is my honor to be generous to give to someone else or to somewhere else. I may not feel valuable. Maybe you can relate with this one. You may, and I may not feel valuable like I felt so worthless this afternoon, if I can be completely honest with you guys. But the word of God says that we're beautifully and wonderfully made. That's a promise. No matter how you see yourself in the mirror, no matter how you see your life, no matter how you look at yourself, I feel so unvaluable sometimes, but God's promises says otherwise. You may feel in this room like you don't belong, but God is telling you tonight, welcome to the family. You're a part of this family. You may not always want to be joyful, but I got to tell you tonight that the word says that the joy of the Lord is my strength. I don't always feel healed. But I know because of what Jesus did on the cross for me that I can be healed. I don't always feel peace. But God gives us a peace that passes all understanding. There's times in my life where there's been so much turmoil, so much of a mess, so much things going on. And somehow, some way, through the power of the Holy Spirit in my life, I've just felt complete peace. When, when other people or when other things or when I should be absolutely freaking out and losing my mind, the Holy Spirit gives us peace that we don't even understand. See, I don't feel like a lot of times even having an attitude of obedience. See, you, you've got to speak what you know to be true, not what you feel. Our feelings will lie to us every single time. I want my attitude aligned with God. I want my attitude aligned with what he wants, not what I want for my own life. What he wants, my, 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 the cry of my heart is what God wants is what I want. I may not always like it. I may not always be perfectly okay with it. But if it's what God wants, that's what I want. 
You see, when I, when I read 2 Timothy 1.7, what would happen if we prayed prayers with power, with love? There, there's other verses that say with a sound mind. What if we were people like that? See, here's the deal. Our, our attitudes can lead us many directions in life. So tonight, where's your attitude taking you? Where's it leading you? What's going on in your life? So before we go into a fam time, maybe we need to have an old-fashioned Commander Jim attitude check. No, 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 no. I didn't mean that you, I don't, no, no. But like, maybe we just need a moment to where like, hey, I, I've got to check my attitude. I, I showed up here with a rotten attitude tonight. Or maybe there's times in this room where you refuse to show up because of an attitude. Or maybe there's times that you stood up here and you refused to raise your hands because of an attitude. Maybe there's moments where you're standing up here and we give a chance for you to pray and respond and to see what God wants to do in your life and you refuse because of an attitude. Maybe you're in, in your school and God is speaking directly to your heart and he said, I want you to talk to that person about me. And because of our attitude and because of our fear, I'm not going to do it. Tonight, maybe we just need an attitude check. Commander Jim style. Say, God, what do you want with me? God, I want my attitude to be what you want. I want my heart's desire to be what you're calling me to be. I want to do what you're asking me to do. I want to believe your promises and allow them to change my life. Where's our attitudes? Jesus, I love you. I thank you for tonight. Lord, I, I, just, I just pray that, um, that you would speak to every heart in this room, every person in this room, every student, every leader, to have an attitude check. Where are we at in our relationship with you? Where are we at when it comes to faith? Where are we at when, when, when it comes to seeing our value in you? Where are we at when it, when it comes to a time to, to give you worship and, and we may not feel like it? Where are we at when it comes to a time to give and to be generous and we may not feel like it or may not want to? Lord, I pray tonight that you'll check our hearts. I pray that you'll check our attitudes. And I pray, Lord, that these next few moments as we go into our fam times, I pray that our attitudes would be great, and I pray that we would be open to talking about you and your goodness and who you are. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen.